The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leave Show. Here we go, Talkin' Buds Leaf Show, the final edition of the Talkin' Buds Leaf Show for 2023, and we need to remain consistent, so pull the tissues out. It's time for some crying. Yep, what a year. What a year 2023 was. Just another heartbreaking playoff loss, and just a hockey team that makes you want to fucking go insane. One win in their last six games. I think we have to start with either Samsonov. Before before we got on here, Ryan and I both were like, we don't want to belabor Samsonov too much. Like, I don't think there's, like, weight. I don't think there's a lot more we can add to the conversation. So I think you just put your cards on the table here and you go, the guy's in a bad, bad place right now. He can't play anymore. We've officially moved past... The, oh, let him try and sort himself out. He has reached, like, Jack Campbell territory. And I think at this point in time, I hate, like, Saturday night during the intermission, Friedman comes on and he's talking about how the Leafs are, like, kind of, like, they're hesitant to get in the goalie market. And I kind of get that because it's like, one, who are you going to go and get? Two, what, like, you're going to give up assets to go and get another, like, Martin Jones type guy? Yeah. So I understand the hesitancy, but at the same time, like you can't you can't play Samsonov anymore. So you've actually come to a point now where maybe you do send him down to the Marlies, because I don't think anybody's claiming him. And you bring up a Dennis Hildeby who you and I have said we're hesitant about that because we don't want to stunt the guy's development. But you're just at a point right now where it's like you you're kinda out of options. It's what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I still don't know if that's the right move. I think when Wall comes back, that's when that decision has to be made. I still think it makes absolutely no sense to pull a guy up just to like sit on your bench. Like, even though Samsonov is literally the most unplayable goalie in the league right now, but it ever since Wall went down, like you you look at like they had they had they won a couple games without him, but. They're allowing a lot of goals per game. And I don't think Martin Jones looks that great either, to be honest with you. He had a couple really great starts to start off, but still letting uh, yeah, like in Ottawa, like the, the, the one over the shoulder, like, you know, like he's not perfect either. So, I mean, depending how much you want to overreact, they, they have a serious problem in their, in their crease right now. Like they, they, it's not very good. And, and wall is still far away. And even, even when he comes back, do you even trust him to stay healthy at this point? The Red, like, the Red Wings just waved Michael Hutchinson. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, I, I think overall they, they they have a serious problem in net. And I think they could actually get over it because I've seen them in the past play with some awful goalies. Or inexperienced guys inexperienced like, like Eric Schalgren. Yeah, yeah, or even Hutchinson. Like, it's – and they've won some games. But with when they're just making – boneheaded defensive plays and just being lazy and getting out skated like they have for the past three games during any point of those games. Like after 30 minutes at Ottawa, they, they got completely outskated. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets decided they just wanted to outskate the Leafs. And then from start to finish, the Carolina Hurricanes just outworked them 
So that that on top of who's in their net, it's um, uh, it's not but, it's not that great. But our our verdict here is, I think you got to you got to put Samsonov on waivers, and if he clears, he needs to go and play a week with the Marlies. Yeah, and you I, gotta, I think I think you just need to sit him on the bench. But what about in a back to back scenario? Like you're gonna get into yeah, but like I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think there's. He's got like the Columbus game on Friday night was like he's gotten to like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And there's a lot of people who even ahead of that game were like, you cannot play this guy anymore, and which I get. But the you can, like after that game, man, like you can't, you cannot put this guy in the net anymore. Well, I mean, he it is malpractice. Yeah, they have yes. back to back Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. So so and you got the Anaheim Ducks who are one of the the bottom feeders of the league. So. Take Dennis Hill to be with you and let him start that game. Because at this point in time, an inexperienced guy in Hill to be gives you a better chance to win than Ilya Samsonov at this point. Yeah, I guess you got to do what you got to do. It gives you 0% chance to win. You can't put him in anymore. Not everybody can be perfect and have some guy marinate in the minors for no, and, and, years. And, and, like, this guy's actually playing so fucking terribly yes. that, like, you ha- you almost have to make exactly. a decision like this. And in an ideal world, you're right. He stays down there. He marinates whatever. But... You, that's you do not live in an ideal world right now, and I think when Wall comes back, you're probably going to see a scenario where they give they really try and give Wall the net again and have Jones back him up. And I think Samsonov's done. I honestly think the guy's done. Like I do not see a scenario where he has some sort of miraculous comeback this year. I think it's over. But after Kings and Ducks, they don't have a back to back for the rest of that month. So I don't know. Just don't. If you don't want to do that, you're going to have to get through that two-game stretch, and then you're just going to have to suck it up. Like, I don't know, like play Jones every night. Like Or, or if you really don't want to go through that whole process of sending him down and bringing Hill to be up, like you could just sit his ass on the bench and let Jones just be a veteran and play the whole month of January. But I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. It's really – I've never seen Hill to be play. I don't know how far he is. Obviously, that the height and any time you hear anybody doing well in the Marlies, you're like, nice. Like, uh, but we we really fucking don't know anything about this guy. So it's I, I you know I don't want to make any crazy rash decisions. And and this is all just stems back to what this whole year is about for me. I just like, you know, they're not playing that great right now. Like they they've like you said you you, you posted on our Insta last night. They've they've only won one game in their last six. And and when I hear about the Samsonov thing, it's like. You know what? Like, obviously, I want to, I want them to make the playoffs, but my expectations are dropping by the day for this hockey team, and and they weren't very high to start with. So it's like you you do, talk. You, do you want to do anything crazy right now when no. we know what the end result no. of this season? That's why be? I said I I brought up Friedman in in the intermission, and I'm just kind of like I I get it. I get why Tree Living is like I don't really want to go spend assets to get a a goalie. Like, to, like I said, to get another Martin Jones type guy. Like, you're not going out and getting a game changer. No. So, you're kind of just, it kind of just is what it is. And they need to be better defensively, which is a perfect transition into what the main event topic of the, of today's episode is going to be. The New Year's Eve episode of Talking Buds Leaf Show. If you've watched this show for a while and you've seen me express my feelings about a certain individual on this team who stands behind the bench, you probably knew this was coming today. So, yesterday, Sheldon Keefe announces they are healthy scratching David Kampf. When asked about it, he says, 
there is going to be less tolerance for defensive mistakes going forward and and says which is why he's scratching David Camp. And they bring Pontus up. Okay? Our guy Pontus. Right away, people on Twitter are kind of like I understand David Camp has not have a, had a great year thus far. And I'm not arguing that. But you ever had a boss at a job and you look at them and you just you don't take them seriously yes. like 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 they're they're phony like you look at them and you you see them trying to exert their power or whatever and you're just kind of like you're a joke like you're an absolute joke i don't take you seriously at all you're goof you're phony that's sheldon keith it is hilarious to watch him try and be a tough guy with the likes of David Camp. And meanwhile, number 16 on this team, who has been mediocre pretty much from the word go this year, and you can go in the comments and you can write your numbers about why he hasn't actually been mediocre and how I'm an idiot. Knock yourself out. He's been mediocre. Sorry. Two turnovers again last night. One turnover that leads to the empty net goal that puts the game away. He's just no accountability there. Are we going to read in the coming days that Mitch Marner is going to be put in the press box or he's going to have reduced minutes or he's going to be put down on the third line? No, we're not. Because that's not what this coach does. Because we're going to be a tough guy and we're going to hold a guy like David Camp accountable and we're going to be a tough guy and we're going to limit Max Domi and Nick Robertson's minutes and we're going to be a tough guy and we're going to get in Tyler Bertuzzi's ear and yell at him on the bench. But the guy who Sheldon Keefe really works for, number 16, just gets to get away with murder game in and game out. I, I, I saved a tweet here by, by um, a gentleman by the name of Alec Brownscomb who works for Maple Leaf Hot Stove, and I just thought it was perfectly put. It says, Camp forced to play in front of the net in the Ozone before Fantilli's soft goal on Sam, Samsonov, so he sits. Marner does a between-the-legs giveaway in his in his own zone versus Buffalo and doesn't miss a shift. Making an example out of camp is a joke. Accountability starts at the top. We, Sheldon Keefe is a joke. This guy's a joke. <laughs> He's a joke. It's over. It's like, it's just, it's so, like, listen, I get carried away. I, he seems like a perfectly nice guy. I actually quite enjoyed him. During the the all or nothing Amazon series, I thought he was pretty entertaining in that. It's just it's so over. Like you need a new general to come in and reestablish control because it's just it's so. And I think this is what the fans Marner is really taking the brunt of this because I think, like I said earlier, I don't think he's had a great year thus far, and I think he does a lot of careless, like. How many how many Carolina Hurricanes did you see last night do a between the legs behind the back pass? The answer is zero. And how many of you are going to hear me say that and go, "Well, they don't have the offensive skill that Mitch Marner has." That the Carolina Hurricanes are not where they'd like to be in the standings right now because they've had goaltending issues like the rest of the league. Yeah. But when you watch that team, all of them are bought in and commit. The, that team interfered. 
the interference all over the ice, they're all just coached how to get away with like modern clutching and grabbing and not get called for it. Everyone is bought in. Everyone has an active stick. Everyone is going north-south. Everyone is finishing a check. Everyone is clogging up the middle of the ice. And I think you watch Mitch Marner and you, it's it's just beyond apparent that the guy has a the longest leash in the league that has been given to him by the head coach. And I think that's why people are zoning in on him right now. And it's, a, it's, a, it's honestly, a, it's embarrassing. It's like, you try to be Mr. We're going to start holding people accountable. It's like you, every guy in that room is, and the fans are just like, okay. Okay. Bow. Yeah. Whatever you say. So go, go back and watch a remote episode where they, they like re-signed them. Like, I told you. Like, this is the stupidest thing, I, I like, ever. Like, th this guy has... He, he also carries no respect with the top guys either. Like, they well, might give him a leash or whatever, and then he might try to do them favors by that, but you you know all those guys don't respect him either. That's what I mean, and, it's, and I think that... That's why, again, Marner is taking the brunt of that, rightly or wrongly. But I think that's what people are sensing... And that is what that's what's jumping off the screen is what you just said. The, the top guys are running the show here. So Sheldon is trying to be Mr. Tough Guy and swing the hammer on a David Camp, yeah, who, who gets, by the way, is their best penalty killer. Yeah, and they got scored on twice on the PK. Yeah, that's that's the wrong guy. I know yeah. when it comes to offensive production, we know what David Camp's all about. It's it's jack shit. It's nothing. The guy's seven points. But like the guy the guy's barely on the ice. Like, come on. Like talk about defensive efforts. Like shut up, man. Like shut up. David Camp has busted his ass for you for what limited talent he has. The guy has done everything for you and he's just a lowly fourth line center and you're trying to make an example we do like this guy needs to go yes man. it's just it, i don't know why they decided they wanted to prolong this a year because if he's coming back next year like that's a joke because we know this year's going nowhere they're gonna get dipped from the first round no problem they're gonna play the bruins or the panthers or whoever the hell they're gonna play and then we're gonna have to have, to have this conversation again where we could have just cut this head off the snake and just restarted. Yes. New channel manager, new coach. Yes. Instead, we have this. It's and it's the it's, same it's crap. Just, like, here's here's another tweet I I set aside to read today from Anthony Petrelli. In terms of the game, it was probably never going to matter either way. But if you want to talk accountability, the third line scores twice, and when they make it a three-two game with ten seconds left, they immediately get yanked off for the top guys who produce nothing all night. It's it's jumps off your screen. That Sheldon Keefe is beholden to these top guys. He will never hold them accountable. He does whatever they want. They get away with absolutely everything. He it's he works for them. Yeah, no. Sheldon yeah. Keefe works for Mitch Marner. Yeah. And he works for Austin Matthews. Those two guys specifically, because we've seen him hold Nylander. Yeah, you can throw Tavares in there too, but like We've seen him hold Nylander accountable in the past, but now I think Nylander's reached a point where Sheldon is going to work for him now, too. Oh, he's having, like, yeah, I mean, he's having an incredible year. It's, but it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's over. It's so beyond over. 
and you got a guy on your bench in Guy Boucher who you could transition to in an interim role and just have a new voice back there. Or you, Craig Berube just found himself on the market. Cup-winning coach who turned the, the Blues around in a season and yeah. won the Cup. It doesn't take any shit. A guy who's not going to come in here and work for Mitch Marner. Yeah. Like, it's just, he's toothless. Like it's, no, it's, Yeah, it's true. He's it's toothless. Like they, they like really he's, a, he's a phony baloney. That's what he is. <laughs> he's a phony baloney. Like, yeah. I'm so, yeah, I'm so sick of looking at him. I'm <laughs> know, so sick I of know. listening to him. It's just not like, it, I'm man. so sick of him, like, doing his thing where his face gets red as a tomato yeah. while he's screaming at the, at the officials. It's like... Yeah, you're right. This guy's not it. But he, but he also never winning a cup with this guy behind the bench. I don't care. Like never. He, he also falls under the exact same category that all the Leafs fall under, where it's like you go after Keith, and then someone like throws his like winning percentage at you as a head coach, and it's like no, he's just like this whole team. They may look great on paper, but they're just not it, man. It's just not like you have to be blind. Like, no offense to blind people, but it's just like it's. They're just not it. He's just not it. The team's not it. I don't care how well they play, what stats he throw at me. You can't convince me. That's just not it. I'd like, not. To, I'd like to read one more tweet from Mike Stevens from the Staff and Graph podcast. The one single good thing Mike Babcock did in Toronto was demote Mitch Marner to the bottom six whenever he had stretches, stretches of nothing burger hockey. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Sheldon Keefe won't do that, though, because Marner's his employer. So he won't do it. He won't do it. He works for him. He checks into them every day, make yeah. sure he's got what he wants, make sure he's getting his ice time. Yeah. It's just like the, the the politics of it have have run amok to the point that, like I said, it's jumping off your screen. It's jumping off your screen. Yeah, it's, it sucks. It's just, it's, 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 it's it was, this year is a waste of a year. It just is. Bringing this if guy you back. Have, yes, exactly. This whole if, year's a waste to me. Exactly. If you have, if you have him behind the bench, like, God, like, he's just like, it, like, I, I'm at the point where looking at him makes me want to change the channel. I'm so tired of him. Yeah. It's over. I know. Like, <laughs> I know. Made such an idiot of himself yesterday with this whole tough guy thing with David. You're not a tough guy. You're not a tough guy. You're not. Yeah. You're beholden to yeah. Mitch and Austin. They know you work for them. They call the shots. There's also a clip from the Columbus game. I'll see if I can find it on Twitter. He is he is beside Nylander, and he's, like, pointing out, trying to give him a shot. Nylander's not listening. He's very clearly not listening. Yeah. Tuned out. Tuned out. Yeah, it's, it, like, he works for them, but I, I don't even think they respect him. That, that's the thing. It's like, I still, I, I think Austin Matthews thinks Sheldon Keefe's an idiot. Like, that's just how I feel. Even go back to watch the all or nothing that you mentioned. Like it's like no one, no one like. I I don't know. It's just what a what a waste. It's like, just you know like it's just it's, it's run its course. I don't like, understand why we had to like this is professional hockey. This is pro, pro sports. It seemed like this guy was brought back because of like some sort of like sympathy card or something. It's or, like what was the actual reason right for this guy to come back? I don't care about like. Just watch the team. Watch the games. Like yes, it's like, the same it's old, not same numbers. Old. It's not winning yeah. percentage. You it's watch not... the Carolina Hurricanes. Come on, watch the Carolina Hurricanes, and that is a team that is bought in to the message that Rod Brindamore is conveying to them. Well, they just played. They, that... they played the classic beat the Leafs style. Yes, like, again, just they they couldn't like you and know like again another reason why people target Marner. You're playing a team that plays playoff caliber hockey, and he is 
ineffective is yeah. putting it nicely. They got outskated. They couldn't get thing anything to the net. They couldn't get any couldn't cap when, when they did get to the net, they can't bury the anything. Power plays yeah. back in this lazy like why does it take 30 seconds to make a a, a backwards pass to whoever's the trail guy and then they go in it's over instant like it's it's just like they, it was just classic textbook beat the leafs hawk yes just outwork them clog the middle to like limit the top guys why chance. does every like team in the league know how to do that to beat them because that's the type of culture that sheldon yeah. keefe has set here where he puts the same guys over the boards and they just get to do whatever they want without any accountability nobody is bought in to playing a certain style nobody is bought in to uh, uh, having an identity like that's what jumped off i know i know i'm really sitting here like this app you could say we're the talking buds hurricane show here but like it just, it was so apparent. This is a team that is trying to create an identity and is bought into an identity and has gone on a deep playoff run and understands what that means and how you have to play versus a team that is still doing the same fucking thing <laughs> night in, night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, I mean, there's, again, there's I'm nothing not, else like, to say, really. To be, to be clear, I'm with you. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, and I think overall, you and I have a pretty good head on our shoulders. I'm not sitting here saying, burn it down, burn it down, everything is brutal, whatever, whatever. It's like, no, listen, they're a team that has a lot of high-end skill, and when they play well, they can dominate guys, and they'll probably end up making the playoffs. And they're 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 a good, they're one of the they're a top 10 team in this league. They are 100 percent But a lot of people in the fan base and in the media love to refer to this team as a cup team and a cup window and cup contenders. And they're not. No one believes that. They're anymore. not. Nobody they're believes not. that. And anymore. that doesn't mean that we're spazzing. It means we're living in the real world. Yeah. And until you get the goaltending sorted out, until you look at, at fixing your defense, yeah, that's getting a stud defenseman back there until you decide that these four guys having these four guys here up until this point hasn't worked. And the only mulligan I'll give that up is what you, our case for not bringing Sheldon Keefe back was 
The second you made the decision last offseason, we are going to run it back with the core four. You change the coach to get to reset the culture and accountability and to get a fresh set of eyeballs on this. Yeah. Because it's the same shit. Game yeah. in and game out. Same thing. Sometimes it works. When the four guys click, it works and it looks great and everybody looks great and you stop worrying about the goaltending and you stop worrying about, and you're like, hey, Benoit and Legison are pretty good. And you start, you stop worrying about that. You don't point the finger at Sheldon Keefe. But when the when the big boys don't score and don't produce, it shines a light on they, they're they not very deep on the blue line. Their goaltending's not very good. And the coach shoves the same guys over the boards constantly, even when other guys are playing well. I, I really want to touch on that. I'm, I was ready to go and rant about this today. I get why he does it. I understand. Like, the, they're, that's the way the team is built, is, is those four guys are the engine who makes it go. I think what happens and what Anthony Petrelli highlighted in that tweet is there are nights they don't have it and nights that a Max Domi and a Cali Yarncroft do. But it doesn't change. It doesn't change that Max Domi is getting, what's he getting? Like, what's his average time on ice? I had it up here somewhere. Like, what, like 11, 12 minutes a night? Like, it doesn't It doesn't impact that. And, it, like, Mitch Marner can be defensively irresponsible with the puck in his own zone, and he's still getting put over the boards. And I think that is what people sit and go, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I, you know what? You, you, I couldn't say it any better than what you just said. It like it's. I you know. I, you said we have a good head on our shoulders, and we're not talking about blowing it up. And they're this, and they're that. But like honestly, I'm getting a little closer to that. Like especially like we also like average time on ice for Max Domi twelve forty nine. If you, if you could if if you actually just like take a break from them for a second. Also, when they're playing a team like the Hurricanes, who are skating hard and. It really stands out that obviously this is the obvious, most obvious thing you can say about this team, but their D cannot move the puck any faster. Like, it's just that they are so slow. Like, Mark Giordano looked like he was a dad out there. <laughs> like, you know, like he couldn't move the puck, man. Like, their, their D cannot get the puck and move it quick enough. Like, they are way too slow. And that's why, yeah, I have a good head on my shoulders, but it, like, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm fucking over this, man. I'm kind of over the whole thing. Like, it's just like, it's so boring. Like, I I don't even get excited to, like, tune in anymore sometimes. Like, I, I don't know. It's just beyond apparent that... They, they, need a, they definitely do need a bit of a facelift. Like, I, Yeah, they need you know, to... Like, well, well, Ryan, what's... what? Like, listen, it's, it's the New Year's resolutions or the New Year's Eve thing. So we talk about some 2024 resolutions. So let's throw out some crazy takes. You got you got to break these guys up. Yeah, dude, this team like the, needs a facelift. Yes. Like it, you're like you're kidding yourself. Like you're just you're just a stat loving dorkus if you're just like saying that this team needs to stick together. Like watch watch the games. Yep. Watch what happens. Like you you are you are stupid if you don't think that this team needs a bit of a, like they need a facelift. Yes. They do. Yes. They need well they need they, they need, need a retool big time. Yes. Like and they, they need to get one they of They need to get rid of one of the two forwards. Yes. And just it's either Nylander or Marner that's that's going to that's going to go and or you either got to wait punt another year after this and wait for Tavares. And wait for Tavares or 
find a time machine, go back to 2018, slap Dubas in the face, and tell him not to sign the worst contract that's ever been handed out in the in the National Hockey League. Or 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 maybe you look to I get I don't know. Yeah, it, it, you're right. Like at the end of the day, I it's not. I don't think it's it's out of. It's not crazy talk. It's not fan meltdown. It's not anything like that. Oh, come to, on, just open yeah. your eyes. Yes, it's it's, it's not, it it works, but we know it doesn't work. Yes, like when they when those four guys go off on a team and they look great, it's like that team just has like a little leak in their system. You know how easy it is for teams to patch that up and yep. shut those guys down. Like well, we see again, it every year. Yes. When the team decides they want to just shut those guys down, they, they do. Can. They can. They do, and they, they will. And, and and it's been proven. Like it's it's been proven again. And I think this is why people target Marner. Is the it's not it's not a small sample size anymore. It's a, it's a lot of games, playoff or regular season alike. That w- when they play a team like Carolina, the way Carolina played on Saturday night, he. He is ineffective when he is not able to go out there. And and here's the thing about Mitch Marner. I see a lot of people who defend him, and the way they defend him is they go, don't tell me this guy doesn't care. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, no one is saying that Mitch Marner doesn't care. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that you become a professional athlete and not care and not want to win. I actually don't believe that at all. What I do think is... Some guys can play in a market like this, and some guys can't. And I think after his last contract negotiation, it did get very nasty. And the perception very much was he was trying to squeeze every last dollar out of the team. And people were targeting members of his family, and it was it was all kinds of stuff. And he was getting, like, brutal DMs, which is like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't do that shit. But I just think... Like, I could see Mitch Marner going and playing for a Carolina, for instance, and being a far more effective hockey player than he is because the pressure of being in this market with this fan base, it would be off. And I think he's a guy who really does struggle with that. I do. I, I think with him, it's all about, you can see it when he, when he like, remember against the Habs when he got emotional in the penalty box when he flipped it into it was like game seven and he flipped it into the crowd. He got him. He was like crying in the penalty box. No. Like I, I, he, I like like he just he I think it's all mental with him. Well, like if you if you look at Johnny Gaudreau, who's a, a pretty nice comparable to Mitch Marner, that guy has gone to Columbus and done absolutely fucking nothing. So there, okay, so he's been brutal. Point. That's but a fair also point. if. Somehow he got slotted in on like a good team and was like on their second line. The guy would probably be unbelievable. Yeah. I just, yeah, he cannot handle a primetime spot, but he has to be in the primetime spot because he demands primetime money. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it, I don't know. And, and I think it's just gotten weird with like Matthews a bit too. Like, like there's the clips of, of, of his dad and the dad's trip a few weeks ago where, and here's the thing, right? It's like Paul, everyone's targeting his dad, Paul, because his dad's reaction to Tavares and Matthew's scoring goals was subdued, which in another market, you wouldn't even notice that you wouldn't even know which one. Why, why, was why are dad. we talking about somebody's dad? Because like, what is this? Because, because <laughs> the contract <laughs> like, negotiation I know, like, got so sour and ugly. But this is what I mean. With the fan base that people now know who Paul Marner is. And Talking they know, about yeah. somebody's father I know. at the NHL level. I know. Like that, I like know. that is the 
That's exactly my point. That's wow. exactly my point. Like, I, I think it, it's just gotten to a point with him where I think he feels that, and I think it affects his play on the ice. Like, what, what, not once this year. Actually, no, there was there was a couple. There's I'm not going to say that. There's been a couple of times. But over the years, we have come on here, and when Mitch Marner is playing well, the, you describe it as the guy is like the puck finds him, and he makes things happen with it, and he's skating. And he's go and he's going around guys and he's creating offense and he's dynamic and he's great on the penalty kill. There's only been what two, three games this year, four tops that you've left being like Marner was a force tonight. And the rest of it, he looks he looks nervous. Like when I that's what I see when I watch him. I see a guy who looks really, really nervous and timid and afraid to make a mistake because of the media backlash. Or, or the fan base backlash, that that will happen. And he's been getting, people cat call him when they see him on the street and stuff. Like he's, I don't know. He really hurt himself from a PR standpoint with that contract negotiation a few years ago. And guess what? We're staring down the barrel of another one next year. Is this guy mentally capable enough to go through that? Yes, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to target him as much. As as you are. Like I, I don't I don't look at him as like the center of all issues, which just kind of sounds like we're talking about this episode. At the end of the day, this team's just not good enough. They don't have good enough defensemen, they don't have good enough depth, and their top players don't show up in big games. Like that to me, that's the bottom and their and their coach is a complete idiot who needs to go. Like they need a, a a reset here at some point. And the easiest thing to do to reset is to fire the coach and bring somebody else in to because we don't know. Like that, that that's that's why you fire coaches. That's why coaches get fired like nothing in the NHL. Because it's the only thing you can do that doesn't count against your salary cap. So fire the coach, bring somebody else in here, and let's see if we can get another look. Let's see if we could put Mitch Marner in a better situation where he doesn't look like a, he's gonna cry. Like, you know, like it's <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let, let's let's put David Camp in a better position yeah. so he doesn't get Benched for playing seven minutes a night and being stuck with Ryan Reeves, who was basically like carrying a hundred pound weight on your leg yeah, for yeah. for half the season. Like it's, yeah. you got this. This is the number one thing that needs to be done. And your rant was epic. This guy is so like, see you later. That's yeah. the only way they're gonna get any sort of change in this. Yeah, in the, what, for what this, any right sort now. of immediate change. Yeah, because yes. I like. You don't know what it, like how many times does a new coach come to a new team? They look like Rick Talkett right now. Like it's yeah, yeah they're they're like you know, first like the, place. The Canucks in the looked fucking terrible. Yeah. They were so bad. Yeah. Brock Besser was on life support. Yeah. Now the guy's twenty five goals. It's like that. Like you, this is the next thing you need I, to try if you don't want if you aren't ready to move on from roster players. That's what you have to do. And and I always cite quote from Target that I heard at the beginning of the year where they had a couple of bad games, like a rare stretch for them this year where they didn't play well. And he he basically in the media was like, I don't know what these guys think we're doing here or what they think this is, but this is not how things are going to be. And look at them. Yeah. And that's just like Sheldon Keefe, like they, he doesn't command that type of respect in the room. And it's to the point that, like you said, you can tell by watching that the top dogs are just like, okay, whatever, buddy. Put yeah. me out in the ice. Yeah, they, they like, shut up and put me out in the ice. He works for them, but yes. they don't respect him. Yes. Like, they, like, it's, like, I think that what Rick Talk, I think Rick Talk is the perfect example because there were so, like, the Canucks have been so bad and they've had so many players who've underachieved. And look what happens when you bring a guy in 
who's got some stones, and it's just all these guys. It's like they've been revived. Yeah, it's like they all got they all got a shock, and now they're all just back to life. Well, and I also think that this team could use kind of a a cultural kick in the ass. Like I honestly think that like. That's why I always, I can't believe we're going to go down this road again. We're going to get out of here soon. But this is why I always scoff at the people who go, it's so hard to play in Toronto. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You are you come here and you sh- you smile at the camera and say, I love Toronto. And they will, you don't have to pay for dinner for the rest of your time here. People are thrilled to have you. It's not difficult to play here. It's not. So you do need a guy to come in here and look at these guys and go, hey, Party's fucking over. We're going to commit to playing defense. We're going to commit to playing north-south. We're going to be way harder to play against. We're going to stop drop passing it at the blue line. Yeah. Like, we're going we're gonna to get the puck on our stick in the offensive zone, and we're going to break it out quickly and efficiently instead of diddling around with it with stupid passes. A lot of that, to your point, what you said earlier, is they just do not have enough skill back there to no, execute no, they, on that. They, they do not have enough speed back there to, like, move a puck as quick as they need to move it sometimes. It's just like, it's like, like I said, like, pull out the cultural reset button and slam your fist down on it. Yeah. That's what let's, needs to happen. Let's end this minor Bantam AAA culture that's going on with this hockey team Thank right you. now. Like, Thank you. Why do I feel like I'm watching the York Simcoe Express right now? Yes. Like, like, what are we doing? Yes. Like, come on. Where it's just the coaches, like, picked his favorite players. Yeah, and yeah. Just like, keeps putting so we're them talking about somebody's dad. I know. Like, why, I know. Are you, why are we talking about dads? I know. This guy is going to be 27 years old yeah. next, like, in 2024. Like, come on. I know. Like, we're talking about somebody's dad. Well, I mean, we went, we're going to end 2023 in our typical fashion where we're sitting here ranting and raving about stuff. But let's be clear. I don't think it's, I don't think Rome is burning. I think that everybody needs to have realistic expectations for this team, which is they're a team that should and probably will make the playoffs, but will ultimately likely suffer the same fate they suffered in previous years. And I think it just does you don't need to be emotional. You don't need to call people names. You don't need to sit here and scream and cry. All you need to do is go, it's time. Like you said, they need a facelift. Don't, like, don't call people names. Yeah, we, we're just gunning Sheldon Keefe. Okay. Yeah, you can, <laughs> don't call anyone other than Sheldon Keefe a phony baloney because that's exactly what he is. Gunning but, them down yeah. for 15 minutes straight. <laughs> that's exactly. Don't call anybody names. <laughs> but, okay, fine. But they they need a they need a facelift. It's that simple. You said it. It's exactly true. Are we are we just happy with good enough? Like I, like that's to me that's what twenty twenty four is all about with this hockey team. And yeah, 100%. are we just fine with good enough? Because I'm not. I'm tired of it. That's what twenty twenty four is about for me with this hockey team. But also, you got to look at it and go because you and I have talked about this a lot about the cap going up and guys coming off the books and all the. Going. No, but all the all the disposable like Nylander's not signed. Yeah, but every single team is up against the cap. I know. Like it's like everybody is, and then guess what? You're just gonna have to sign every single player for like a million more, and that four million is Joke is it. gone. Fair, fair, like, fair. I I hate looking for positive things with the cap going up. Fair, but I think fair, but that I means think players' demands go up. Yes, because there's more money. Fair, but I think I also think that they, I think you you just have an opportunity to kind of remake your team a little bit here. Oh well, yeah, they don't have a roster. They, yeah. Like who, who's playing defense for them next year? Yeah, well, so there you go. You got yeah. an opportunity to They're go kind of forced to sign some guys, make some trades, do whatever, right? Yeah. But 
I think for this season, if you want to try and squeeze the most out of this season, I think you have to just, I don't care what the record is. You got it. You got to consider moving on from Sheldon Keefe and you got to hope that Martin Jones can really hold the fort down for you until Joe Wall gets back. And then you got to hope then that Joe Wall stays healthy. And then you got to keep sending messages to David Kahn. Yeah, and you just got to keep benching David Kahn. Yeah. No. Who's at, who's at 2.4 till 2027? I saw one this morning that said, after the Leafs lost last night, expect Noah Gregor to suffer the wrath. I of the love coach. Noah Gregor. No, that's what I mean, though. But that's a guy uh, that Keith yeah, would target yeah. because he can't target his boss. Yeah, maybe he'll sit, uh, sit Bobby McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Oof. yeah. Uh, you know what? That'll send him. You know what? Yeah, Austin and Mitch will be shaking in their boots when they when they show up to L.A. on Tuesday night and see that Bobby McMahon is being disciplined yeah. for lackluster defensive yeah. play in the four and a half minutes he plays every night. <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, the more we talk about it, the stupider it it's, sounds. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, ridiculous. The more we talk about it, the more awful it is. It is. Like, come on. 100%. Okay, we're going to get out of here. Last episode of 2023. Thank you so much to everybody who subscribed to our channel, who watched us, who commented on the videos. Like I always say, whether you rip us or whatever, we love every second of it. It's amazing. We appreciate everybody's support. We're back stronger than ever in 2024. Happy New Year to everybody. If you like what you see and want to come on the ride with us into 2024, postseason and beyond, offseason cap going up, Hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys in 2024.